0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, welcome everybody to the Sports Biz Pod. Happy Friday. Thank you everybody for tuning in. To give you a little rundown about what is going on is Sports Biz Pod, we release two episodes per per week on Tuesday featuring an interview with an athlete, entrepreneur, thought leader. And on Friday, we recap and rundown the week in Sports Biz News, events, jobs, more, just helping you stay on top of that. So today, I have a special guest with us, Andy Charles. What's going on, Andy? Not much, man. How's it going with you? Good, good. So tell us a little about yourself to give a little kind of background real quick.
1: Yeah, so my background in the sports industry is, I mean, I'm I've, I've an athlete, grew up playing soccer, basketball, volleyball, you name it. I was fortunate to play basketball in college. Um, and after college, I, I was really fortunate to work uh, in the NBA. I got my sales career started there with the Hawks. Uh, and then I transitioned, I went over to the Mavs for a little bit and, and wanted to be closer to home, originally from the Northeast. So I moved back uh, to the New York, New Jersey area last year. Uh, and, and parted up with you, Nick, and, and uh, with uh, Sports Biz Group, and, and excited to get going with that uh, yep. and, and see where it goes.
0: Cool. Yeah, so Andy's part of Sports Biz Group, and we're also running the Manhattan Sports Business Academy together, and we'll, we'll dive into that. But to kick this off, so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of recap the week. And give you kind of an overview. So this week, we've just finally launched the Sports Biz Pod. If you haven't already, go check out the interview that we launched with Marcus Colson. Great interview, very quick listen. So go listen to that wherever you consume podcasts. And then to kind of give, uh, let's just jump right into it. So we're going to recap the top sports biz news that happened this week. So to kind of start things off, we look at um, the first article we have in the newsletter as well is the new collective bargaining agreement that it looks like the NFL is going to come out with this week. So Adam Schefter, he just tweeted something out that the you know NFL is going to change up the collective bargaining agreement to extend the regular season and uh, remove a, a buy so that's really um, I think huge change for the NFL it's going to make it more jam-packed there's going to be supposed to be one less regular uh, one less preseason game one more regular season game and then removing one of the buys so only one buy in the playoffs so Andy uh, what, what are your thoughts on that and you know I'm, I'm a big NFL fan great great season uh this past year but what are your thoughts on this
1: yeah i actually i really like it but i've from what i've read i've I've heard uh, i've read mixed reviews about it some of the guys are some of the guys like it some of the guys don't Um, but i think too overall uh when you look at the the different sports right like a lot of them play a lot of games obviously with football being more competitive more physical you can't Um, i personally like it Uh, Mm -hmm. i personally like it And also, too, in terms of uh, revenue, I think it works out uh, well on both ends.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to, I think, increase, you know, revenue because there's going to be another, you know, national televised game. So NFL is obviously doing it for that's partially the reason, Um, you know, from a player standpoint, if you're looking as a player, you know, you're going to have to play an extra week you're going to have maybe actually more like two extra weeks since they're going to remove a buy for each division and then you're going to play another regular season. So that's almost two games. So that's a lot for players, especially how, you know, demanding and physical each season is. So from, you know, revenue standpoint, you know, NFL is going to love it. The TV deals are going to love it and the fans I think are going to love it because it's more action from a player standpoint, you know, hopefully that, you know, puts more money into their pockets, but it is gonna be a lot, you know, more demanding for them. So
1: Yeah, from from a revenue standpoint, uh it's I mean the the percentage shared now is what, the guys are getting forty seven percent. Um is going from forty seven to 48 point, 48 and a half. right? So that's an extra five billion. Yeah. When you really think about it, that's so much money. Um and obviously that that means more money in the players' pockets. Yeah, uh, and, and the, the revenue share being split, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I I like the, I like the new agreement.
0: Yeah, I like it as well. We'll see if this actually goes through. You know, Adam he he tweeted something out. Usually a very credible source, so we'll see how that plays out. But we'll probably see that that you know come to fruition hopefully by next week. So let's check on with that. So the next article we're going to is, Kyrie Irving. So there's you know two you know kind of two top news with him where he actually was just named elected the vice president of the NBA PA um, during the annual winter meeting and uh, board of advisors. So he's a nine-year veteran, six-time NBA all-star. Um, he plays for the Nets now. So he just was actually elected the vice president. And then he also was just came out with some news as well that he's had uh, career-ending surgery on his shoulder. So um, that's pretty new as well. But um, you know, what are, what are your thoughts I'm, on this, Andy? I'm
1: such a big Kyrie guy. Yeah. Um, having playing, played against him in high school, and he literally grew up around the corner from me. So I am I grew up a big Kyrie guy, and that's good and bad news, right? Yeah. Um, bad news, obviously, is down. Probably going to get shut down for the season. Yeah. Uh, with the shoulder. Um, but when you look at the bigger picture, right, so him being more healthy, having a summer, if he gets shut down for, for the year, being uh, more healthy, more ready, more prepared for, for next year, yeah. Uh, and KD also coming into I I think um obviously we're not throwing a season away uh with the guys that we have now mm-hmm. but I think everyone I mean we're not they're not expected to go too far into the playoffs i mean they they're right now battling for the 7th and 8th spot yeah um so so in, in terms of the the him being the new uh VP i love that move cuz i think in the past the MVP MB, just had a lot of older guys that were on their way out. I think them incorporating younger guys that are still playing and getting those guys involved mm-hmm. is great for the is great for the league.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's unfortunate to hear. We, you know, everyone's really looking forward to seeing him and and KD play. Uh, but for you know, sp- focusing on the NBPA announcement, he he's really kind of for the players, very vocal voice. He you know is battling with some issues and all that. So I think he would yeah. be a great voice you know for that role. So um, very interesting story, and we'll just move right to the next one. So. Um, we're kind of talking sponsorship news. So um, this really interesting sponsorship. David Beckham is the owner of Inter Miami, uh, which is a new club um, that's going on there. It looks like they're building a new stadium as well. But they just did a hundred eighty million pound sponsorship deal with Cutter and. Um, A lot of people are, you know, controversy a little bit with kind of the reputation that Qatar has, and they definitely have a lot of money. They're hosting the World Cup in the upcoming years, um, but they just did a ginormous sponsorship deal uh, with this new club and uh, ahead of its debut. So, you know, I think it's interesting. They're definitely trying to, you know, get some good positive, you know, PR for for their club, um, you know, for Qatar. Uh, So um you know i think it's interesting but yeah what are your thoughts question for
1: you obviously uh it's it's becoming a bigger thing right soccer here is coming a bigger thing yeah um they're getting more more known players um bigger sponsorship how do you think that uh do you think it's going to take away from other sports or do you think that was already a, a fan base or a group and it's just going to thrive on its own
0: yeah, I don't think it's taken away. I think you know if we're just looking at like from an abundance mindset, you know, it's not. Hey, we're taking a um, NFL fan and we're pointing him to to um, you know Miami. If it's a good product, which um, it's improving definitely for MLS, um, I think it will expose and open up new fan categories rather than kind of taking it away. So it's not like a plus minus. I don't think, but I think it will. Um, you know, you know NFL fans, you know Atlanta. Does it the best, in my opinion, where they have they play all in the same arena and Mercedes Benz um, and they have the Falcons play the same place as, uh, you know, Atlanta's football, um, Atlanta football club. And they pack it out every time. And it seems like fans are both fans of the Falcons and their soccer team. So I I don't think it's a plus minus, but I think it's going to be good for the sport. And each NFL, um you know MLS team is you know finally coming up with their own stadiums, which is huge where you have DC United, they have a new you know, new stadium and then you have other clubs that are adding to the expansion. So I think it's right. great for the sport. Um, you know, if we uh, yeah.
1: The reason why I asked that because when I was in Tinkasu was for the Hawks, uh like you said, the Falcons there, they baseball, the Braves. Um one of the things is either whether I was talking to a business our individual, all right, we already have Falcons tickets. We already yeah. have uh, Braves tickets. Um, you know, and, and one, of, one of our thing was, yeah, well, it, it, it complements it, right? It's yeah. like right after football season, it goes straight into basketball. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was curious uh, in a competitive market that, hey, since they already have uh, the Heat or, or Dolphins tickets, yeah. Um, how that's going to affect yeah, ticket sales and, and their
0: ticket sales. yeah. We'll, we'll definitely see. I think, it you know, the MLS attracts a different type of demographic as well. They do really well with the Hispanic community and, and uh, some other minorities as well. So um, I think that, you know, it also taps into it. So especially when brands are looking to sponsor or try to get in front of the, a different audience, MLS kind of has a, a unique proposition. So um, it will be interesting to see. I don't think it will you know, add away. I think you just have to educate, especially if you're in sales. Um, but if we're kind of focusing on this deal with with Cutter, the Cutter Foundation, um, you know, there's a lot of corruption going on, like homosexuality is illegal there. You know, there's um, some slavery uh, conversations that are really like very hard conversations to have that um, you know, it's still kind of, uh, a, a different environment that they're operating on. So it seems like they are becoming more progressive, but there are some controversy with this sponsorship. And I think they're trying to use the MLS as a platform to kind of put them in a new positive light, but it's a mega deal. Um, it looks like the, uh, you know, inner, um, Miami FC, they're, they're coming out with a new stadium. They're, they're currently, um, playing in, uh, pompano beach and then now they're moving to Hylia, which is closer to, to south beach area but um mega deal a little bit controversial you know cutter definitely has the money to spend and they're trying to you know improve the light so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the mls does in more stadiums and more deals but um interesting story there um yeah no, and i i like
1: it i like uh how fast and how big MLS is, is getting mm-hmm. is getting here? I mean, I grew up a big soccer guy, obviously from Haiti. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, it, and mean, I'm excited to yeah. to really check out a game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So next story, kind of in sponsorship. Uh, it looks like um, in advance of the March 17th tip-off for you know March Madden March Madness, which is an amazing tournament. Um, it says every last game uh, in-game commercial unit in three week college hoops showcase has been auctioned off to a client roster partner made up of automobile insurance, teleco. So they're selling it fast uh, with that. And it's a, it's a great market um, to kind of for a lot of brands to kind of showcase that. And March madness is extremely exciting, unpredictable. Um, It looks like they're, they're selling that very well. Um, You know, there's a lot of conversation to have about, you know, college college students you know kind of using their name image likeness for a lot of these big brands to capitalize and they're not necessarily making money off that but looks like it's doing well the inventory is selling with the uh sponsorship for for march madness
1: so do you think in, in terms of uh cosplays getting paid do you think it's a step in the right direction
0: yeah, I mean, with the, you know, California is kind of leading the way, um, but there's still a lot of obstacles to have and there's a lot of logistics to break down, um, you know, whether the school pays them directly or um, they have some type of, you know, a stipend that's increased each month. So there's a lot of con- conversations to have that we, you know, we could probably talk for hours about, but it looks like, you know, at least these Big brands are are capitalizing, and and the NCAA is definitely is making money off that. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate to see that a lot of college students don't necessarily get what they deserve. And I think nonetheless, let them be entrepreneurs, let them capitalize on their own brands that they've built – um, to, to do what they want with it. If they want to start a business, it's kind of prohibited a lot in a lot of cases. So, um, that's kind of what's unfortunate to see, but clearly advertisers are spending a lot of, you know, millions of dollars and the NSA is capitalizing. So we'll see as that plays out and a lot of people bet on that too. So we'll, we'll kind of break that down even further once it gets closer to March, but, um, interesting story there. Gotcha. Now yeah. Give me
1: a second.
0: Absolutely. So, um as you're kind of doing that um kind of move to the next uh, move to the next story so um Adidas which is very innovative uh, very progressive and kind of have that startup feel. Um, they're opening up applications for this this startup accelerator type program, um, and they're looking to kind of partner with different brands or tech companies in the sports industry that could you know help them, whether it's their sustainability goals or their um, you know e-commerce. So. Um, that's a really new, amazing program. Uh, It's Adidas Accelerator Program, and uh, it's it's called Platform A. So they're looking for startups to apply now. Um, There's a message from the Adidas CEO, Casper, who says, we're very excited to collaborate with the best startups in the sector. Platform A offers them and us the opportunity to learn from each other. Together, we will develop, innovate, and exciting new products and business models for sports. So it's a um, cool four-month track, and they also have a nine-month track that they're looking for startups to apply. So anyone listening, we have a lot of sports startups in our ecosystem and listeners. So that's a really great opportunity if you're looking to partner with an amazing brand like Adidas um, to innovate. So um,
1: definitely take advantage of that for yeah for any startups for any entrepreneurs. Definitely take advantage of that. Um, these big corporations they definitely have money, and they wanna uh, they they wanna be competitive, right? Like at the yeah. end of the day, you have to set yourself apart, and and if you have a cool idea or a cool something cool and innovative, like they they're willing to spend money.
0: Yeah, so definitely apply to that, and especially when you have big companies like adidas nike under armor they're very innovative but they sometimes when they get that big they kind of lose track on innovation at the ground level so very smart move for them to kind of bring in innovative tech companies that will that's going to help them with the e-commerce department retail sustainability tech just all that so it looks like it's a great move for them anyone listening that's a startup you know go check that out uh we included the link to apply in our our newsletter as well Um, And uh, kind of wrapping it up with the final article. So we have six articles that we're reporting on. Um, It looks like it comes with the San Jose Sharks who are experimenting with broadcasting audio for the next four games on its mobile app and not its terrestrial radio. So companies like this, uh, you know, or teams like this, they're kind of, Shifting to mobile to kind of uh, reach their fans in a unique way, and um, that's great to see. But uh, yeah, the NHL, um, you know, trying to just provide a new medium, it seems like to uh, reach the fans. So, um, you know, what, yeah. what, what are your what are your thoughts on this, being, Andy?
1: Being in competition with in terms of uh, viewers, in terms of attendance, um, I, I think it's great. I think it's the first mover advantage. Um also, too, one of the things with hockey is that they have great in-game entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but people always complain about the puck is too small, the game's too fast. Yeah. You can't really see it. I think this provides another, uh, another outlet for people to, to follow the game and keep up with the game.
0: Absolutely. So... that wraps up all the sports biz news that we're kind of highlighting this week. There's obviously so much more that's going on and, um, and uh, you know, we'll continue to curate that. So now kind of we'll kind of do this a little bit quicker, but um, the next part of this, we're going to recapping sports biz events. So um, lots going on last week and then upcoming this week. So I'll kind of just read through that where we had the NBA all-star that just uh, also week that just happened, which was jam packed with events. And then now kind of looking from, Today, Friday, uh, the 21st, kind of onward into March, there's tons of events that that we're involved with and that are just happening in the ecosystem, starting with the sports uh, industry networking conference um, at George Washington in Washington, D.C., happening today and tomorrow. Um, If you're in the D.C. area, check that out. Another event going on this weekend is DreamHack in Anaheim. So that's a big esports um, get together, and they do DreamHack does tons of these events. So they're going to do their Anaheim one uh, today, tomorrow, and then into Sunday. Um, also upcoming, we got the NFL Combine starting on February twenty third into March second, happening at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis indiana um great to see that new upcoming class of you know nfl prospects and um, excited to see what kind of what talent arises um happening in new york you have the barrett sports media summit happening in february 26th to 27th that should be really interesting if you're in the sports media landscape um then we have the international health you know and
1: wellness. even if you're not it's it's other ways to, to network to get to know people in the industry yeah. that you normally wouldn't wouldn't talk to on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, happening uh, the the kind of starting in February twenty eighth to March second, the International Health Wellness and Fitness Expo, which is supposed to be China's largest um, wealth and he- um, health and uh, fitness um, expo. So that's happening February twenty eighth to March second. Uh, then we got the Sportel conference March 3rd to 6th in Miami, tech focus March 6th to 7th. We have the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics conference which is one of the biggest, you know, collegiate level conferences, which is just amazing. Hopefully we will be there. Happening March 6th is the Sports Innovation Meetup, powered by 76 Capital, and it's also the Maxwell Award. So that's happening in Atlantic City, New Jersey, very focused on sports betting. There's going to be some amazing athletes and big influential characters in this space. March 12th, you got the Paul Bull Foundation fundraiser in New York. Then we're going right to South by Southwest, the sports track happening March 13th to 16th in Austin, Texas. We're hoping to be there. We might do some type of meetup or pop up more details to come on that. But if you haven't been to South by Southwest, one of the most cool places, sports, media, fashion kind of brings it all together. Keep it rolling. We got Penn State Sports Business Conference, March 20th at State College, Pennsylvania. Same day as well. The Temple Sports Business Conference, March 20th in Philly. Um, And then kind of wrapping it up for March, we got the Sportecchi State of the Industry um, taking place in New York City, uh, where they partake in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, actually. So that's an event that we've been in in the past, great place to be. Um, and, uh, that kind of, that kind of wraps up the events. We have the best sports business event calendar that we aggregated all to one place. We also just, uh, released our sports biz um, events newsletter happening every Monday. So we kind of break down all those events and, um, we actually just had an event this week as well here at the Microsoft center in New York city, packed out 200 plus people. We had some great speakers talking about the future of sports. So, um, there's kind of a recap on that, but, we we love events. We support events. We promote events. If you, ha- if you're doing an event, send it to us. We'll include it. We'll give you a free shout out. We love, um, giving back to the ecosystem like that. So, um, go check out our newsletter, go check, um, check out all, how we're aggregating it. Um, and then to kind of wrap it up, we're kind of showcasing six really cool jobs that are going on in sports business. So, um, first one that we'll kind of give a, a little plug for is the Manhattan Sports Business Academy. So Andy and I were running that program. It's eight week summer program happening in New York. Been doing this since two thousand twelve. We're the program directors. We're looking for the best sports business talent at the collegiate level. Come live in New York City. We pair you with internships. We pair you with mentors. We have career workshops, events, something packed every single day of the week. So something that. I'm excited about Andy. I, I know you're excited about that too. Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. If you're in college, and you're looking to get ahead. Obviously, it's it's being an in industry is, is, is a sport and it's a it's a fraternity, right? Yeah. And once you're in, you're in. Obviously, one way to get to get if you're in college, obviously, if one way to get ahead is through this program. I mean, we have great alumni. Um, we have we pair you with great internship based on based on your need, your needs and, and, and where the, the direction you like to go in the industry.
0: Yeah. And and if you're listening, please apply. Go to www.gomsba.com. Send us an email, Nick at gomsba or Andy at gomsba. Send, us, send an application. Let us know that you applied. We'd love to kind of talk more about that. So, great opportunity if you're looking to kind of get a very immersive kind of it's almost getting like your mba in the summer in a condensed way so we're we're super pumped about that hope you can apply we're going to kind of share some more details in the upcoming days weeks about that um another and we'll kind of rapid fire some other really cool jobs that we just found that just opened up is director of global sports marketing at under armor in Baltimore, Maryland. Great job there. Um, another cool job specialist for sports communications at Red Bull, very innovative. They put tons of sponsorship and money into the, the sports ecosystem. Um, which is great. We're looking for also at sports biz group, collegiate brand ambassadors that will kind of help, you know, spread the word on this podcast, on our newsletters. We've built all these amazing resources. So we're looking for young college students that kind of want to passively, you know, help promote it and, and, you know, distribute these opportunities to uh, throughout their campus. So uh, reach out to us if you uh, are interested in that as well. Last two jobs, we got the director of sports communications at Showtime great great network right there and then marketing coordinator at of college sports at ESPN so those are kind of recapping some of the really cool new jobs that just came up that we've came across via LinkedIn um, uh, hope you apply to Manhattan Sports Business Academy so that's kind of the wrap-up uh, for the sports biz rundown so essentially we're looking to give you a very quick concise rundown of what's going on in sports biz news events jobs Any cool opportunities um, that really will help you hopefully get an edge in the sports industry. So, um, if you're in New York or if you um, come to one of our events, we'd love to speak more with you and in person. Um, For everyone listening to this podcast, please go share that with your friends. Go subscribe. Go give us a five star review. We're gonna be doing this. Feel
1: free to reach out to us.
0: Absolutely. So, um, thanks for listening. Uh, This quick rundown. And we record episodes every Tuesday and every Friday. So um, check out for that interview with Marcus Colson that we just released. And we're going to have an amazing interview coming out next Tuesday. So um, thank you, everyone, for subscribing, for listening, for supporting. Um, you know, each of these are just going to continue to get better. And we're going to bring on some more interesting special guests um, like Andy to kind of give a interesting commentary on the news and all that. So thanks, uh, Andy. If you have anything else to say, let them let know.
1: No, I want to say thank you for, for tuning in and, and starting this journey with us. And uh, we look forward to providing
0: more content. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Have everyone. I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you um, next Tuesday. And looking forward to being uh, a helpful resource in the industry. Thanks.